Today's episode is brought to you by Diane Kinlaw of Go Prime Mortgage and Jamie Tulak of EXP Realty. When he's on his phone or texting or emailing or computering or whatever, or right? Just in my zone doing something. Yep. Yep. That's not the proper time to try and jump in there because, like, yeah. I mean, it might look like I'm listening to you, and I might sort of be think trying. But he's listening to me. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he did. He would like genuinely think he was listening to me, but obviously he really wasn't. Mm-hmm. So he's like, he goes, "Okay, when I'm doing stuff," because he actually is a pretty good multitasker. But he's like, "When I'm doing stuff, like on my phone or whatever, that's maybe not the best time to talk." Or and we were like, "How can we make this in a way that?" doesn't frustrate us and so we came up it's really the dumbest thing but it actually really worked and people have loved it but it's like when I am texting and I'm not ready to listen to you like you just start talking and I'm not ready to listen to you I'm just gonna make a noise I'm just like nah. Ah. <laughs> and so we both started doing that but it was awesome because it made us laugh instead yeah. of get frustrated and it was like that signal of okay, you're communicating to me that you are not ready to listen. Yeah. And then when he finishes text or whatever, he'd say, put his phone down, look at me. And he's like, okay, go. Thank you for listening to the Girls Who Do Stuff podcast. Visit girlswhodostuff.com. You probably shouldn't Google that. Hello, and welcome to the Girls Who Do Stuff podcast. I am Jenny Midgley. I'm Sarah Madras. And, and this-, this is a show. <laughs> Who's saying it this time? Let me try. Let me try. Okay. This is a show where you come as you are with the courage to speak up and tell a better story. Yes. It's literally today, only taking you six months to remember that. Today in the uh, virtual studio, our guests, would you like to introduce yourselves, please? for it. Yes, we are Nick and Kristen Freed, and we are obviously married and business owners. We've been business owners for over a decade together mm-hmm. as well so what, separately. 15? Well, Nick turns 40 on Wednesday. Oh, happy birthday. I was birthday. like, y'all look so young. You're they like, are babies. youngins. There's no way you can be hitting your 40. Appreciate it. Yeah. He just, he made his week. (laughs) I was like, wait, no, the real question is, do you have children? We have three, so you might have beautiful children. That like totally blew up my theory, because I was like, that's why you look so young if y'all don't have kids. You have three kids and you look like that? You should have seen how we looked before kids. It was like we were teenagers. (laughs) We were just talking about how I'm like, oh my gosh, I look at pictures now and I'm like, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing the aging. I'm seeing the no sleep. Like, um, but no, we have three kids. They're six, four, and one. They're beautiful. I have had the pleasure of photographing this family. Nice. Yes. Um, Yeah. So they uh, keep us busy. And keep things interesting for sure, especially now being quarantined at home because we are used to working from home. But um, yeah, it's, so it's different when you're not allowed to leave. What every listener is going to want to know is how are both of you? Because it's not just one of you; it's both of you together recording this podcast while you have three youngins at your house. How are you making that possible? Uh, crackers and a movie. 
Yes. That yes. you, you guys are what I'm talking about because so many people are like, well, I can't do that. I have little kids and they could come in or I have to like be up their ass 24 seven. And I'm like, just set them up for success. Give them something they enjoy and you will be fine. <laughs> yeah. And, and like the whole thing about like the screen time right now too, like I, we will, whoa, what is that face? Am I too loud? Me? No, I was just, I realized that I never look at the camera and it's rude. <laughs> and I looked at the camera and it must have scared you. You're like, oh, why is he looking? Sorry. Well, your face scared me, Joe. Right? Like we did something wrong. I looked up That's and breathed nice. in at the same time. I don't know. It got weird. Uh, <laughs> eyes got wide. I was like, wait, did I do something? Anyway, um, what was I saying? Oh, so like I have been giving my four-year-old my phone, just like when Scott and I both have calls, when like there's a need for her to just go away and be quiet. So, but the downside of that is like the other night I was trying to coordinate an interview um, with another marketer and I was like typing him a message. She came over and ripped my phone out of my hands. It was like, I'm watching now. I was like, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> I was you, like, yeah, you very well still <laughs> might see the one-year-old at some point. Um, but we've discussed this. We're like, if that happens, like, I'll just take it. Right. The, mute, the mute button is our friend, <laughs> you know. And Joe's here. Joe can and make Joe it. Joe is here. Like, exactly. Yeah. We can edit exactly. it out. Exactly. Joe makes it so as if that didn't even happen. Yeah. Right. But I agree. It's like it's for time. So we said we are together for this thing. We can watch a movie now. He had him outside beforehand. I'll take yep. him afterwards. So it's not all nice. this. Yes, I love that. I love that because I feel like I've heard so many business owners struggling because they feel like, well, I have to do nothing now for my business because I have little ones at home. And it's not a matter of choosing one or the other. It can always be both. It can always be and if you we set it up. We always live in and. Can I yeah. tell you how excited I am for the tattoo places to open back up so that we can go fulfill the promise that we made she keeps months bringing ago. it up on every show and I'm like, stop talking about it because it makes my palms sweat every time. Like, stop it. <laughs> yes. We're going to get, I'm, I, yes. So it came up in a previous episode that we're going to do like the ampersand, right? Because we live for the and, right? There's no, it's not black and white, you know, it, it's always, there's always an and, right? There's always a, a, a reason to consider an addition, integration integration of like all of these you know all of these things that the and represents um you can be you know you can believe one thing and you can respect somebody else's belief that might be opposite yours you right. can you know feel one way and you can also feel another way <laughs> so right. you can be an entrepreneur yes. and be a parent you can yeah. you know and it's just setting those things up for success just how you guys said you played with them, you know, gave, filled up their buckets. Like you fill up their buckets with attention beforehand. And then you're like, okay, you set the boundary and expectation of, I need you to be on our team and mommy and daddy are doing this and we're all in this together. So watch your movie now. And then you, when you guys are done, you're going to go and play with them some more and fill up their bucket again. You know what I mean? So it's that yeah. mutual yeah. Um, yeah. ebb and flow. What so, are you kidding? They love TV so much. They're like, are you going to go to work yet? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Come on. They were, they're ready to watch that movie like three hours ago. Right. <laughs> it's like, is it time yet? Like, Not yet. yet. Hold on. We don't need this yet. And saving that special movie that's like their favorite that you know mm -hmm. that they'll be into. Yes. Yep. Oh, yeah. I let them pick it out. I said, what do you want to watch? We spent 10 minutes looking through all the movies. So they got like the perfect one. Nice. Yep. Love it. Love it. So tell us about your business. 
I heard that there's some very, very compelling and dramatic story about cross country moving and all. Well, Tell yeah, us the evolution of your business. That's what I really like, because we're all about evolution and, and transformation and like showing up and, and how you show up. So talk about like, go from the beginning. Tell us about the evolution of your business together. Yeah. So we started business together. We weren't married even. No, we weren't even married. We were dating and back in San Diego. And I started a business because it was part of my personal training. I had a personal training business and then I added on nutrition um, with a direct sales company, which was great because it offered extra money. And then Kristen jumped on board because she saw results on the products. And really we built that just kind of out earn our current, our jobs at that time. And that was 2007, beginning in 2008. Um, so we got married in 2010. So there was a couple of years where we were building a business. It was together. I mean, we were doing it. We had our own separate businesses, but we were basically building it with each other. And then when we got married, just continued to do that. And so we did that for 13 years um, with the company we were with and loved it. Learned a lot about all kinds of stuff, relationships, how to talk to and not talk to your spouse and um, how to. We're going to get into all of that. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> so we did that. Um, so we retired ourselves, I guess we could say, or, you know, we just were able to leave our full-time jobs and we we're just full-time parents for, I mean, we kind of are still, but. Um, that was all we were doing is working our direct sales business from home for five, six years, full time, something like that. Um, and then, you know, we had a kid and had another one, then we had our third and we just wanted to be back on the East coast to be around our family, mm-hmm. which are kind of all over. And so we had thought about moving for a little while. And then finally we just had that like, tug, uh, inside to say, okay, we really need to be back, back home where our, our family is. And we had friends we were super close with. So. We decided to move and it was, you know, we love San Diego. There's, there's not much you can't like about San Diego, but we decided to move back here and uh, we did that last July and everything was going great. And then surprise the company that we had, you know, spent all that time with and built out this amazing team and, and business. They basically said, Hey, we're going to change the plan and you're going to be able to keep maybe 5% of what you earn on a monthly basis. So they, they went through a transition and how their, their pay plan was set up. And so we lost essentially almost our whole income, mm-hmm. which was, you know, what we had done for 13 years. Right. So that was like two weeks before. We yeah. It was like two weeks before. We <laughs> so all the plans we had, just throw them out the window basically. And, you know, luckily we were still moving and, and we were in a good financial position, but from when you expect something for so long yeah. to happen the way you're expecting it. And then moving into, you know, we did drive across country and then realize like, man, what are we, what are we going to do? And so, you know, there's, there's a whole bunch of months where we we're just trying to figure that out, but we did start, um, we loved our industry and we loved our business. And so we started up with a new company to help people that's going really well. Um, so well, a lot company. of reset and renewal this past year and, um, it's but been speaking of, yeah, well, and speaking of, and like, that's kind of what we looked at was like, well, what else like that? And, you know, this is just a, a great opportunity to look at things that we've always talked about doing or, um, and we also won't make the same mistake of throwing all of our eggs in one basket again. And, um, so it's like, well, what now? And he's talked about real estate forever. And, you know, 
listened to other real estate podcasts, learned about stuff, talked to investors, like just all the things. He just thinks it's super interesting. So he ended up getting his real estate license and he is a fabulous licensed agent in the area. And, um, and then I really looked at like, well, what were the pieces of what we did that I loved and my past experiences and whatnot. And that's how I ended up coming up with my coaching and speaking businesses. I loved speaking because I loved being able to go in and share a message I was excited about or train on something and see on people's faces immediately that they got it, you know, or that they could like take something and run with it. And then, um, with, with coaching, that's, I mean, that was really the, the basis of our whole business is taking somebody from, I don't know what I'm doing mm-hmm. to, I just achieved breakthrough and goals. I never thought I could. And, you know, that whole mental process of I can do this or, you know, breaking through, like we talked about before, like being a parent and working or figuring out this time thing or figuring out my money thing or whatever, like, um, I just really looked at like, well, what do people normally come to me for? Um, what are things I naturally like doing, whether I'm getting paid for it or not? Like, I just really kind of started asking myself all these questions to where that's how my business currently came about. So, you know, we have obviously a few things going on, but we are like more excited than ever and hopeful. And, you know, we were both talking about how like, really just recently a lot of our ideas are coming back of like, well, we should do this. And what about this? And maybe down the road we should do this. And he's like writing a book and I know I have a book in me and like yeah. all the things. It's just so, fun to be excited again. And I'm going to pause there because Chris and I talked about the book that she had her back in, she has in her back in November. And it was like, you know, a lot of like flux of, of, you know, well, is this the right time? I don't know like what the next steps are going to be and everything is still in chaos and so now that you've brought it up again, and now it's going to be immortalized in the podcast, it's going to be a reminder for you. <laughs> you just spoke it into the universe. It's it will happen. It will happen. Yes. Yeah. 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 So what was it? So yes. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that journey. And I'm like, all right, now I want to go back and like dive deeper into the parts of the journey. So the first thing that popped in my mind was like, you went into business together when you were just dating, like risk takers. Yeah. Well, Wasn't, well, wait, but Nick, weren't you in San Diego and then Kristen moved to be with you? Yeah. So, so I moved out first and then Kristen moved out pretty quick thereafter. And, you know, I mean, we bought a house together before we got married and did some stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, when we, when we decided to build a business, it was more, I wanted to do it. And then it was going well. And she said, well, I could do this too. And so we were just kind of, you know, working, working together. Well, really where it came down to is I was working a corporate job. He was doing the personal training stuff and he had a very successful business, but with trainers, like a lot of those service industries, it's like he was working a lot of hours to make the dollars. (laughs) So um, it kind of started with, I never see you anyway. So if you're going to go to this training or you're going to, um, go to a go conference, to a conference or whatever. I'm like, I'm coming, I'm coming with you. And then, um, I just ended up kind of getting caught up and I was like, this is really interesting. This is really cool. Like, I can't believe people can do this stuff, you know? Right. And so I just kind of like through osmosis almost. Right. Um, ended up getting caught up into that too. And really, well, and she was good at, I mean, she was really good at it herself. So mm-hmm. you know, why not, why not obviously do that? So, which, so this was a customer, this was a direct sales company that had the customer in the team building aspect. So which part 
did each of, did you each excel differently? Did you like, did one work better for the customer angle? Did one work better for the team angle? Like what, where it's were your strengths funny. there? Yeah. It's funny you say that. Cause we have known couples like that. We actually both were pretty even on both. It was more, there would be certain people he'd click with better or certain people I would click with better. And so there are some of those things I'm like, I'm just not, it's not happening with this person. Can you talk to them? He talked to them and they like totally open up and like all the stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, (laughs) Um, but, but once we learned that we're like, we released that whole like offense taking thing and it was great. But, um, but we just really, we've always been with the mindset of I'm going to do what's in their best interest. So however that looks. And sometimes it wasn't even buying products or sometimes it was just letting them plug into some of the other free stuff that we have. And, you know, like, um, that just really dictated how we operate and still does, but it's just really served us well. Cause like, he's so great at, um, like he has that fitness and kinesiology and all that background. So there were a lot of things I leaned on him for, and then I'm the kind of person where I could sit on the phone with somebody for over an hour where that drives him nuts. You know, he's like, God, I keep talking. Um, but that's just a personality thing. And he can, don't get me wrong. He can, if like, and, and he'll help somebody do that. But it's just like, that's just a natural thing for me. And he had natural strengths and, and yep. that's what we had to figure out a lot of. Yeah. So then for you guys, I would imagine that it's a lot of, I was like, oh, hello. <laughs> We can talk and totally. Yes. I'm like, yes. Bring the cuteness to the camera. Yes. Cause those eyes and those cheeks. Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh, no, not me. Sorry. <laughs> not me, Joe. You're, you're cute too, Joe. Yes, Joe. With your scruff. scruff. But yeah. <laughs> so then I would imagine that there is an added level of complexity when you're, doing business and creating something because business to me is also a creation of just like you create kids and you create family, like you're building this whole entity, this whole other unit. Right. So it takes this added complexity when you're doing it with somebody that you are in an intimate relationship with. So what were some of those hurdles that you guys encountered? Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, we're different personality styles and I've never really had, you know, I've, I've gone to school and worked in, rec centers and fitness thing, but I've, I've always done my own thing. I've always had my own business. I've never really had like a salaried position. So kind of always got to do my own thing, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was really interesting to work with someone who lives with you and you know, you're married or dating and um, learning how to get things done without getting offended by by right. yeah. um, if that makes sense yeah. so that was really the biggest challenge and we did you know luckily we had some great mentors and went through a lot of personal training uh, not personal training uh, personal personality style training personal development and, yeah, personal right. training. and so we did all that stuff and just started to learn okay here's how because we both wanted the same thing like we both wanted to have a lifestyle that we could create and design and time free and so we were wanting to go to the same place yeah. you know it's just we didn't really communicate exactly how to get there that well in the beginning. It was more um, friction, yeah. right? Definitely some more friction, which is probably a good for. I got you a good story. I'm gonna take him out, give him a chance to entertain him. Um, so, like, this is something that always I show this a lot because it stands out so much. Because we weren't married yet, this is when we were still figuring things out. 
he is a big idea person, right? Like he's kind of a fire ready aim personality, mm-hmm. million dollar inventions that usually already exist. And like, you know, just, he's just get real excited about it. And what about this? What about this? And I have the personality style that's more, um, and, and even strengths and stuff like that, which I used to think were weaknesses, but I know that there are strengths of, I see all the like roadblocks and obstacles and things that need to be fixed or changed or moved or whatever immediately. Yep. Like I see all these, I just, I see those things. I'm a noticer. And so he'd give me, he'd throw these ideas out and I would be, he would feel like I would just be super nitpicky right off right. the bat. Like crushing his dreams. You're like, yes. you're not supporting me. You're crushing my dreams. Yeah. Yes. And words of affirmation is his love language too. So it was like even worse. And then, um, so he, he would got to the point where he would email me his ideas. I was not allowed to respond for 24 hours. I had to email Matt back my, and Grant, we're in the other room. Like we're yes. like in the same house. Yeah. So I had to email him <laughs> back my ideas or thoughts or whatever. Like we couldn't actually even talk about them together. But then again, as we went through more of this training and learn new tools and things like that, we really learned that the ideas are a strength of his and the logistics are a strength of mine. And so he would then be like, okay, here's my ideas. You map it out and just tell me what I need to do to make it happen. Cause again, we had that same vision of like, I, I see the Z like, you know, yes. the idea is the Z the, that's the destination and you see a, and you see Z I see all the letters in between. Yeah. Um, but it was like, you know, we were it was yeah. definitely causing some friction before we really learned to work through that and how to actually use it to uh, exponentially grow our business. Which is yeah. tough too, when you're in a relationship, because it's not like you can have this conversation about work or business or something you want to do professionally and then just go home, go in the other room and cook dinner and be like, so how are you doing? Right. <laughs> you, know, so you can't say, well, how was your day? Cause you know exactly how your day was. You're well, when your work wife, your right. When your work wife and your work husband are your actual spouses, right? Like there's, because there is something to be said for having those um, significant relationships with somebody with whom you are, um, you are creating your livelihood, right? So like how, like, I love how you, you described it, like, you know, that you had, like, you really had no choice but to resolve it because you can't go into the kitchen and be like, hey, honey, how was your day? Or you, or you can't be like, this pain in the ass at my work today really pissed me off. Well, like, that pain right? in you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, when that, like, hey, honey, how was your day? Well, you know what? Let me tell you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think what you guys are totally on track and, and what I definitely want to highlight is what helps couples survive, whether it's, like, thrive in their marriage or thrive in business um, is those shared dreams and those shared visions. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that you guys had that shared vision in common, all how to get there can all be figured out. But if you're not both into that shared vision, then the business is going to have, you know, be less successful. The relationship is less successful. So you guys are taking relationship and marriage skills and applying them to your relationship and how you build the business. So mm-hmm. that's yeah. just smart, smart, smart. Which makes me think, do you guys feel that the personal development that you've received, like the benefits of 
doing business together means that you go through the personal development stuff that you might not have done if you worked at corporate and you're going through it together, that that has had the greatest impact on the success of your marriage is because you guys are growing together, learning the same personal development skills, clearing out your crap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Our title sponsors for this show are Diane Kinlaw and Jamie Tulak. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or wish to refinance, why not seek the counsel of a friend who happens to know the triangle housing market better than the back of her hand? As your local lender, Diane Kinlaw knows how important this area is to you because it's her home too. That's why she's made it a goal not to just be the best loan officer around, but a community leader supporting small businesses with referrals and networking events and supporting local charities with frequent fundraisers. If you're looking to move to Holly Springs or the surrounding area, or maybe interested in a refinance to lower your term or rate, Diane offers a wide array of programs to fit your family's needs. Let her be a part of your path home. A home doesn't have to be a dream. Let Diane make it a reality. You can contact us at www.goprime.com and search for Diane or call 919-624-9541. Go Prime Mortgage Incorporated, company NMLS number 69551. Diane Kinlaw, NMLS number 1600777. Go Prime is an equal housing opportunity lender. Today's show sponsor, Jamie Tulak of EXP Realty, has a passion for serving clients and nearly a decade of industry experience as a top producing realtor and designer. Jamie Tulak of EXP Realty will help you reach your real estate goals. Whether you're buying, selling, investing, or renting in today's market, having an experienced real estate expert working for you is crucial. And don't forget to ask her about her hometown heroes credit for military, police, firefighters, teachers, and medical providers. Contact Jamie Tulak today at 559-707-1913. That's 559-707-1913. MRP certified. I mean, like, I know that people hate when when there's couples that are like, we never fight. And it's like, but we are kind of one of those couples. And it's not that we don't ever disagree. Mm -hmm. We just have really learned ways to do that. And yes, we would not have like been able to do a lot of this and and even figuring out, especially once we started having kids, obviously you have different views of discipline or different Mm -hmm. views of, um, you know, teaching them stuff or whatever, where it's like, we had already gone through so much of that foundational groundwork in learning to work together and, um, and all that, that it really has been massive. And we've had great models of great marriages and great parenting and and things like that. who have gone also through a lot of those same personal development and growth things that it was, that even gave us like a tangible vision of, okay, they're just farther along the path of what we are on right now. And that's what we want it to look like. So we're just going to keep doing what they do, which is even a great thing to do in business. Like, find somebody who's further down the path that's doing what you want to do and ask them what they did, you know, and like follow in their same footsteps with a lot of those things. So yeah, the personal development, it's just, it's been so like calming, I guess you could say to know that we have some tools at our disposal to use or that there are ways to work through things or resolve the conflict or whatever in a more effective way to get through it faster. So that's one of the reasons like, like my specialty in coaching is communication and relationships, because that has been like the crux of everything that we have learned and dealt with that I really dove into and that I needed to work through. And that has made the biggest difference and impact on like my life and how I interact with people. Yeah. What is one of the tools that you learned that has been the most helpful that you would share like with our audience right now that you think would be helpful for them? 
StrengthsFinders? Yeah, StrengthsFinders is huge, um, which is the, if people don't know, it's a book, either StrengthsFinders 2.0 or Strengths-Based Leadership, and you take an assessment in the back, but that's the whole email story. Like StrengthsFinders was what was the breakthrough for that. And I'll say why too, is because, so she had, she had these strengths of identifying things, problems that would come up. Um, and I just thought it was negativity. Mm-hmm. Right. But, but for her, it was like this positive, you know, way Rejection. to look at them. Right. Yeah. She's like, Hey, no. I'm solving it for you. Why don't you see that? She's like, I'm yeah. solving it before it even happens to you. Like, come Mia, on. why are you asking all these questions? Like, just be excited with me and let's do right. that. Stop yes. saying the five things that are wrong already before we start. And so join me. Right. And and the reason I say strength finder is because it helped me understand that other people are good at things that I'm not good at. And we need that to work together and be most effective. So it was like, Oh, you're not just being mean or you're not just being, you know, a downer. Like right. this is what you're gifted at. Like this is like mm-hmm. your God given talent here. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, okay. You know, I was able to, I was able to uh, take that in with a much better perspective on where it was coming from. So like you weren't internalizing it, that it was like something wrong with you or something wrong with her. You were actually looking at it like constructively and being like, all right, I can separate the person from the message. Right. Yeah, well, and everything was she saying was coming from this place of love and protection of wanting to set you up for the greatest success. It wasn't a dream crusher. It was like, no, I want to set you up for the greatest success. Why don't you hear me? But yeah. you're what going, I'm telling you to do because we both want the same thing. I mean, what do yeah. we want? We want to make more money, have more time, freedom, have a better life. So it's not like we were wanting different things. Right. Um, it was just, I, and unfortunately, we didn't do that until a couple years in, yeah, and two, three years. In, I don't even know. So from a from a business standpoint, you know, working together, that was definitely the number one. Um, and then I would say for like a personal, you know, resource or or how you were asking, uh, love languages was huge for us um, because we didn't have the same love language, which I I don't know if you guys talked about on other podcasts, but I mean, what couple doesn't benefit from that? So that would be a really good personal one. So what are your, so I mean, because I know my, my expressive love language is acts of service, but my um, receptive love language is quality time. So what are your love languages? Kristen's quality time. And I'm words of affirmation, but we I was going to say the fact that now she that was have... following you around to the events means hers is quality time because she was like, no, I just want to be next to you. Even if it's at this conference. Right. Yes. Although now we say, now I kind of say, well, now we have three kids. So it's almost like acts of service. Where yes. Acts of service went up on both of us. It's kind of like, yes. yes, you did. I would rather, you know, you, wow, you cleaned up the kitchen. That's great. I don't care if you tell me how good I am anymore. Yeah. Uh, That's we, not true. You care. Not anymore, but you know what I'm saying? Like there's just on the same that way. shifted. Um, as far as that goes, yes, physical touch has gone way down. Yes, all day. Yes, and it's so funny. I love that you brought that up because that is not something that is talked about like before kids, right? People don't talk about how much, as a mother, as like a or the primary parent, you do not want to be touched. They're touching you all the time, and you literally, and especially if you're the one breastfeeding, you're like, stop it. I don't want to be touched. I don't want you to look at me because then I'm perceiving that you're touching me and just please go away. And like, people don't talk about it. Right. Like, or touch just for touch. Right. Because a lot of times then it goes down the avenue of I'm only touching so that it leads to sex. Can you just touch to touch? 
you know, without right. it having to be an expectation of something else, like going to the big show, like just touch me to touch me, not to lead to the big show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, even I think, like, I think why people like all these assessment things is it is a third party source, AKA like a book or a website or whatever of somebody telling you or validating what you're already feeling. Mm-hmm. And so like, you know, instead of me telling Nick, no, really, this is a positive attribute of mine. And I'm doing it because I love you. Like he had a book done by like brilliant people that says, this is the strength of hers Yes, <laughs> like, yes. Learn to use it, you know? Um, and so even with the love language, but back to even your question of like, what's something people can take? Well, actually the, the love languages you can take for free online. Strengths finders, it's like 20 bucks, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, now often, I do think you need, you might need somebody to help walk you through that if you're, you're confused, but, um, like, I'll give you an example. Like I use the disc personality profiles a lot because I love helping people understand how they deal with conflict, even just based on their personality style. So for like, let's say couples, and we had to learn this too, is like, I'm somebody who kind of needs to process things a little bit slower and so when there, you have a couple and a lot of times opposites attract, so usually you have one couple that processes things more slowly, one that processing, processes things quickly and wants to get it over with. So you have the one that processes things quickly, chasing the other one around the house, <laughs> trying to talk to them, like, you know, asking them questions and the other one keeps running away because they, they need time to deal, right? And, and that's why so many people's conflicts are not ever truly resolved because they just, they, they don't both approach it from a place that's healthy for them. Mm-hmm. And so like, that's something huge for us that we learned is there are times where I'm like, I just, I'm not ready to talk about this right now. And he respects that space. Mm-hmm. Even if he wants to get it over with, like he knows that it's not going to be dealt with properly mm-hmm. if I'm not ready to deal with it. So, uh, you know, sometimes it's just 30 minutes. Sometimes it's just like, let's talk after the kids go to bed sometimes it's longer, whatever, but like when I am ready to talk about it, then we truly can like from a calm perspective, talk through things and talk through it well and actually resolve it. So it doesn't keep coming up over and over and over again. So because if he wasn't respecting that, it would be because to fulfill his need of getting through the discomfort faster. So it's his responsibility to Mm -hmm. be within his discomfort, use his self-soothing, just like it's your responsibility to process what it is and get back Mm -hmm. to him as soon as you're ready to process rather than making him wait and agonize for an eternity, like have bookends on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I get that a lot where they're like, well, you're putting me through this torture. And I'm like, well, that's your torture to own and like get mm-hmm. comfortable with self-soothe so that it is a productive because trying to force someone into a conversation before they're able to have it, like you said, isn't productive. So. You know, one of the other the things I had to learn too, and this is generally husbands and wives, especially working together, was when she's talking to me about something or an issue or, you know, there's just some tension that she's dealing with. I'm not actually supposed to answer. And right there, that was answer, just go. <laughs> it's good. He's like, is this a listening thing or a yes. fixing thing? Yeah. I'm like, this is a listening thing. He's like, got it. Like that would have been that would have been great, like day one of getting engaged. If someone's like, hey, let me tell you the number one best thing that you're gonna want to do, because again, with my personality, I mean she wouldn't even get and sometimes still she wouldn't even get through a sentence of what's going wrong. And I'm already like, well, here's just do this. Or have you thought of this? So I'm like fixing the whole thing 
Yeah. And you know, now it is kind of funny. I'll just so I'm I'm listening now, right? Or you want me to and it's been amazing for us because she just needs to talk. Mm-hmm. And I it's actually kind of nice too, because I'm just like, all right, sweet. I just just gotta listen right, right? Now. it's so easier for you. You're like, sweet, I don't have to fix anything, I just get to take it in. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the expectation of like what I'm supposed to do, I understand that now. You know, whereas before someone's going to come to me with that, you know, problem, like I'm going to fix it. Like, why would you be telling me this unless I'm here to fix this? I may or may not be living with some version of you. I'm just saying. (laughs) It's a very male thing. It really is. May or may not. It's innate. And then their job is to fix things and help. You know, I just, I wanted to help. Yeah. Right. Well, it's, you know, I think that there's like, so what I say is like, I'm a creative solution finder, but I listen first. Right. So like, you know, and my husband is a fixer. Like he's like, there's, you know, something concrete and I can put my hands to it and I can make it better. And so like, we did have to learn and we're still like, there's days I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, why are we having this conversation again that I need you to just stop talking? (laughs) (laughs) Like, just listen to me. And that's all I need right now. Right. Like, we usually like we have a 10 minute buffer rule in our house. It's like, I need 10 minutes and then walk away and like, whatever it is. And, you know, the adjustment of working from home and all that, we had something similar because we both work from home. So it's like, okay. The difference being that I was the one leaving and now I'm stuck. (laughs) Right. Like I could get out. Right. Like, you know, I mean, Nick with the real estate stuff right now, you can still get out because you're essential and then poor Kristen is not the one that needs to escape relegated. (laughs) Well, and I've said that too. I'm like, we'll just go like drive in the car and go park in the grocery store parking lot and just go take some time, you know? So the crazy lady in the car waving at people. Hey, be like, hi, come talk to me. Hey, don't have to even come talk to me. It's actually, I need, I'm very introverted. I need to like be alone and recharge. Yeah. So it's not that I'm escaping from him. I just like, I just need to escape period and just, you know, have that time to myself. And I know that about myself. It's something that I have not gotten great at yet of like setting that regularly. So I don't get to the point where I'm like, ah, you know, Um, Sarah can help with that. (laughs) The boundaries. Sarah is masterfully skilled at that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's just like, it is. It's my own like guilt of like, why well, should we be doing this? I should be doing this. And, and I know that, but um, I do have one other fun thing for people working together or now working from home. Like how you were saying, just like, why are we having this conversation again? We haven't done this as much, I think, because we've just gotten better at it. But for the longest time, I'm like, we just talked about this. Why are we having this conversation again? And it was, it was like a repeat conversation as in you didn't even listen to me. Oh, the this, first is good. Time. this is good. Everybody. Okay. <laughs> So we finally got to the point uh, and I just, cause he really operates well when I explained to him the why behind I'm um, like frustrations. And so I'm like, I feel like I don't matter mm-hmm. when I feel like you're not listening or we're having this conversation over and over again. I feel like you don't care what I have to say. And that, that makes me feel like I don't matter to you. And that caught his attention because of course he doesn't want me to feel like that. Mm-hmm. And so we, we got down to the point where we realized it was when he's, on his phone or texting or emailing or computering or whatever, or right? Just 
in my zone doing something. Yep. Yep. That's not the proper time to try and jump in there. Cause like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it might look like I'm listening to you and I might sort of be trying, he's but he's listening to me. Yeah. Yeah. He, Cause he did. He would like genuinely think he was listening to me, but obviously he really wasn't. Mm-hmm. So he's like, he goes, okay, when I'm doing stuff, cause he actually has a pretty good multitasker, but he's like, when I'm doing stuff like on my phone or whatever, that's maybe not the best time to talk or, or and we were like, how can we make this in a way that, you know, doesn't frustrate us. And so we came up, it's really the dumbest thing, but it actually really worked and people have loved it. But it's like, when I am texting and I'm not ready to listen to you, like you just start talking and I'm not ready to listen to you. I'm just going to make a noise. I'm just like, nah. Ah. <laughs> and so we both started doing that, but it was awesome because it made us laugh instead yeah. of get frustrated. And it was like that signal of, okay, you're communicating to me that you are not ready to listen. Yeah. And then when he finished his text or whatever, he'd say, put his phone down, look at me. And he's like, okay, go. And then I would know. So it's like that I knew the bound and we would do it to each other. So it's like, I knew the boundary of like, he's telling me that like, if I keep going right now, it's going to happen again. And that's my fault. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it worked. It was awesome. I mean, we did that for years. Years. Every once in a while, I think we'll throw it in. But that's awesome. it, It really helped because she was right. It was like, you didn't, what are you talking about? We did not have that conversation. Like, yeah, <laughs> we did. No, we didn't. Yes. And then, so My what we did, like, yeah. yes. we added in, um, what was it? Oh, confirmed. Oh, yeah. So, like, when we would say something, and let's say I was like, okay, fine. Then she would say, confirm. And if I didn't say confirm back to her verbally, she was like, yeah, you didn't hear me. Yes. So, yes. We, like, oh, like, we need to hang out. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> And so it was like, okay, there's like a double. We need, we, need, we need to get them on a platform with a workshop for couples where everybody just shows up and goes, nah, confirm, <laughs> like over and over again. <laughs> and there's your 500 bucks, like well, best 500 bucks I ever spent. Done. It wasn't a rude like uh, noise. Okay, it was just like, a, ah, hold on. I'm, <laughs> yeah. The, con- the confirm was really good. Yes. Um, actually, he's starting to do it yeah. with our son. <laughs> confirm. Yeah. Did you hear that? So, well, you know, sometimes- well, and I'll make him repeat it back to me. Like, yeah. yes. Because my husband and I use this too. We've gone through John Gottman and, you know, relationship. It's awesome. Like the stuff you guys are talking about is a lot of John Gottman stuff. And it is, I'll just wait and I'll be like, I'll wait till you're done. So even I'll wait till he puts his phone down or whatever. And then we'll reflect back of like, okay, here's what I heard. Here's our plan. And so that we're on the same page. Cause he would be agreeing to stuff and would not remember he agreed to it. And I'm like, you straight up agreed to that. Like, yep. <laughs> And I, I think we all like relate to that, right? Like, cause when I, so I'm totally ADHD. And one of the things that people don't understand about ADHD is that it's not that you're unable to attend to things. It's that when you are attending to things, you have a deficit to everything that's going on around you. And you can't like, you need your attention to be pulled away to literally be able to focus on something else. So Scott, what is this? I'd be reading and he'd come and talk to me. And be like, why are you not responding? I'm like, I didn't even know you were talking. (laughs) Like my brain would not register that he was like, words were coming out of his mouth and he would get so mad at me. And I like, but we had to train the kids too. Like you have to get mommy's attention first before you start talking and ask if it's an okay time to talk. Yeah. Because it may be that I am doing something. And just because you see me on my phone or my computer or whatever, like I'm in my zone, I'm doing my work right? I'm not just, you know, flipping around playing a game or whatever. Like I'm 
like running a business, <laughs> right? Like even one of the that, beauties of direct sales is you run a business from your phone. Even that takes some practice too. Cause mm -hmm. you know, I used to come up and I had something I wanted to say. And I was like, I want to say it right now. So for her to not be ready, I had to realize like, I can't get upset at that. Right. You know, or even now, like I'll know when she's doing something and I'll ask, oh my gosh, she didn't hear me. And part of me is like, could you give me some attention and listen? But then the other <laughs> part of me realizes, well, hold on. She's like, she's doing something that she needs to take care of right That's now. Also so I need to like, yeah, I need to take back my like frustration that she's not ready yet. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, and then I'll kind of go away and it takes a second or two and then I'm all right. But you know, you guys carve out time for connection because people can think and, and make the wrong assumption like, oh, well, we're connected all the time because we, we do business together and we work together. Da, 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 da. That's not connection. Like that's work. How do you guys take time to connect and nurture the relationship and not get stuck in you're only nurturing the business? Yeah. We, we've said before, well, I saw you all day, but I didn't see you at all. You know, exactly. like we might've been at home all day together, but we like, didn't really talk about anything. So, you know, we try and do like one or two nights where kids go to bed, phones are off and, you know, we'll sit and talk or we'll watch a movie or, mm -hmm. you know, I can't really go out to dinner anymore right now. So that was right. what we do. We try and get date nights in. Um, so really being intentional, setting some of that time, you know, there's never, never enough, but having something on the calendar is important. I'd say at least we're good about that at least once a week mm -hmm. and more is a bonus. And, and right now we're just, we're also with the story of everything this last year, we also know that we're in a season that's a little bit more like mm -hmm. keep your head down, yes. you know, yes. thank so you for that saying that. Yes. That's so important. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah. and we're okay with that. And we're, we have energy for that. And like, we're both excited about our own businesses and we still have energy for the one that we're building to, you know, so that having grace in that is is also huge, but realizing that it's important, or especially if one of us, usually me, because of the quality time thing, like I'll have to say, can we, and he can usually sense it. And it's actually really sweet. Cause he'll like send me a calendar invite, like date night, Saturday night, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so schedule. Oh, that's night. cute. That's like the technology way of asking her out on a date. Yay. Like a surprise. She's like, wow. You thought yes. <laughs> oh, I'm so passing that one along to my hubby. <laughs> I need to do it more often, probably. I mean, if you can't do a standing date night, right, because life, I mean, I know couples that can do that, but usually their kids are older or they may not have children or they have the flexibility in their schedule that like maybe they're um, a shared parenting with a, an ex-spouse or something like, so they can say, yep, every Wednesday night is date night and we're going to do, you know, and they've kept Well, I think that even has monotony though. If it's every Wednesday night, is if that still becomes a routine too. Right. It can be right. once a week, but change it up. You know what I mean? So, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. All right, guys, are you ready for lightning round? Oh yeah. So we didn't, um, we didn't warn them about this either. So um, I, <laughs> every episode we uh, ask our guests to participate in our lightning round. So we rapid fire questions at you and you have to say the first thing that comes to your mind. Mm. Okay. Mm. Don't overthink it. Don't yeah. stress yourself It's out. just like, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you any like dirty inappropriate questions. So don't be afraid. <laughs> Okay. Uh, it is not that kind of show. Yes. How do you unwind? Wine. 
exercise. <laughs> I love it. Such a good wine, wine exercise. Are you like drinking your wine and you're watching him? And you're like, good job, go, honey, ten more. You or, or are you it. like parallel working out with wine in your water bottle? Funny <laughs> thing is, I don't even drink like wine every night or anything, and, and it depends on time of day. Because like morning, yes, I do actually like going to exercise, but night, a glass of wine in my hand equals I'm now relaxing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. No shame in that. No, no shame. shame. Nothing yeah. wrong. No judgment. Yep. What is the number one thing on your bucket list? Thailand. Ooh. I was Ireland for a long time, but I feel like that's changed. I don't even know. Number one thing. Mine's Thailand. Why Thailand? Why? Yeah. I don't know. I've just always thought it'd be amazing to go there and just kind of adventure around. So. Yeah. That's been a bucket list there for a while. Gotcha. Cool. What has been the best advice you've ever received? Oh my gosh. Probably what I said about just listening and not trying to, trying to fix. I feel Mm -hmm. like that covers a lot. Yep. As far as our relationship goes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like different things for different seasons, but probably um, like for me, God commands and controls all things. I guess helps me release just about everything. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love that. God commands and controls all things. Nice. Okay. If you could go back and give yourself advice from the past, what age would you go back to and what would you say? Probably 18. And I would tell myself to start my own business a lot sooner. Yes. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't grow up in that kind of family or I didn't really know that world. Um, even if it was something small, just, just to start doing something, I think that would have been, you know, pretty good. Yeah. Just this morning, my son, my husband is selling masks, the, a company that asked him, Hey, we're converting their clothing company. We're converting to helping and selling masks. Can you help us? And so he's been doing that. Well, my son comes in this morning and he's like, mommy, Miss Morgan wants some mask too. And I'm like, what? And that's his teacher. I'm like, how does she know about the mask? And he goes, well, I was telling her in our morning meeting what we're doing, you know, like what's happening. And I said that daddy is selling masks. And he's like, so she wants to order three. And I was like, buddy, welcome to the team. I'm like, look at you, little eight-year-old entrepreneur. I'm like, you made your first sale, bud. That's awesome. That's funny. And he like was sitting there messaging her the pickup time, like when, like how, like the whole shebang. It was hilarious. That's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what about you, Kristen? What would you, what age and what advice? Probably, I don't know why 12 is like in my head. So I'm going to say 12 and um, to just really not, I know it's kind of cliche, but really not care as much what other th- others think. I went through like a major comparison type right not healthy phase and so which actually leads into a lot of what I teach now but that's why I'd like to go back then and say let's fix this now gotcha okay and then what keeps you up at night my children (laughs) (laughs) it's not a trick question right like it can be your children but like if you were to suffer from insomnia yeah (laughs) no I know (laughs) um keeps me up feeling like I'm not doing enough okay I would say making sure that I'm making an impact 
Like that's big for me. So, you know, am I, am I doing something that's worthwhile and making a difference? Mm-hmm. What's your legacy vision for your business? For our business? Um, you know, we just want to create time. Like I think the number one thing we talked about a lot is to create time with our family and you know, they're little now, so little things mean a lot to them. I like go to the park. Um, but I think what we really want to do is create the freedom where we can have time to go experience stuff and be with family. So business wise, that's, it's kind of our big vision of why we're doing all the things that we're doing. Um, but we also want to, like, I want to set ourselves up in a way where we have t- freedom of choice of everything and can provide for our kids for things that not even so much like things that we may not have had when we were kids. Cause I still very much want them to understand the value of a dollar mm-hmm. and the value of working hard. So it's like the marriage of the two, like we can do all this for you, but we're going to teach you how to do it for yourselves too. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So share with our audience, what is next for you? Well, I'm going to go feed the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's why they came up because they ran out of snacks so you see now they're fine because i've reloaded their bowl um what's next you know i'm really excited about my book it's not like coming out next week or anything but um i'm excited to finish that and have that be something that i can really impact people with their lives so i'd say that's about legacy yeah it's Mm -hmm. about leaving a legacy so that's probably the the biggest what's next for me Mm -hmm. um for me it is I mean, I really see a big vision for my business right now in speaking and, and coaching. And it goes back to making an impact of um, really helping people's lives be better, you know, giving them tangible things that can help their both business and relationships be better. So I'm doing a lot with that. Yep. Awesome. Where can our, where can our listeners find you? So my website is kristenparade.com. It's Kristen with two eyes, and um, same, just my name on all social Facebook. media. Yeah, all social media channels for me is my name. And then yeah, Facebook. Nick, Facebook. Nick Parade on Facebook. It's probably a good place you can find me. He does have a free workout group. So if anybody needs- he does. Oh, so funny story. So like last week, it uh, yeah, it was last week. He sent me another reminder like, hey, you can join my free Facebook group. I didn't want you to forget. And I was like, oh, I love that you thought of me for this, but I'm so happy just eating my feelings right now. Maybe <laughs> next week. <laughs> that was probably one of the best responses I got. So I appreciate you. And then like on Monday, it was because on Monday, then Scott was like, um, I think we need to be done with the eating our feelings. And I was like, that's so funny you said that because my friend Nick sent me this message about this room. Yeah. But um, timing is everything. It is. Timing is everything. That's funny. Uh, Anyway. All right. Well, Kristen and Nick Freed, thank you so much for um, opening up with us today and, and being here and present and sharing your gifts with the world. Um, yeah. We look forward to seeing like you guys explode. Thanks. Business wise. I can see it happening. We're glad you made the trip cross country and made it and did it regardless of the obstacles you had to overcome to do All it. Right. So we're glad to have you here. Yes. Thanks. Appreciate you Yes, guys. we are. All right, y'all. Well, I am uh, Jenny Midgley. 
I'm Sarah Madras. And we are the girls who do stuff. And um, if you're liking what you're listening, please make sure you rate us and review us. That helps other people find us. You can find us at girlswhodostuff.com. And you can rate us wherever you listen to your podcast. We greatly appreciate it. And um, I think that's it for the day. So... Are we ready now? I think we're ready now. We cannot get, like, we're, we're are special. We, are, are we going to do, like, a right. countdown? Yeah. Are you ready? You do you, boo. Damn it. Joe for the win. It totally came out good that time. That was so nice. Same good. time. I thought it sounded pretty good. It was close. Close. <laughs> you were like a, a half a second behind enough that I heard you say, I was like, damn it. We can do it in, in sync in studio. I I don't know why we're so challenged. Throws it off a little bit. So <laughs> all right, y'all. Well, thank you so much thank you. for being thank here. <laughs> we love making this stuff for you. You can help us out by subscribing to this podcast and follow us on social media.